0: So much sexual potential wasted. The more you jump over these hurdles, the more prepared you are for what I have next for you. Mm, okay. When you're feeling anxiety, it's literally your body. Like, okay, I am ready.
1: Excuse Time. Wait, just cough a little closer. She doesn't have COVID, though. Too soon. Novid. (laughs) Novid. Just say novid. COVID. (laughs) COVID cannot legally enter your body without your consent. Just say no.
0: to just press foreplay. Our episode before this was just a little introduction to who we are and the type of dialogue and uh, the type of space that we want to hold for everyone. We really want this to be a free space for everyone to talk about the things that you don't get to talk about in your day-to-day life or things that kind of just get brushed under the rug or treated like the elephant in the room everyone's always so afraid to offend people and I just want to get to a space where you know what I am so rooted in who I am that you cannot offend me because I'm okay with myself and once that's spread I feel we're going to come into this evolution of people being kind people being generous there's not going to be shame everyone can kind of just flourish in who they
1: are Mm And it's a process too. It's not something that happens overnight. And I think I'm very impatient and I expected it to be something that happened overnight. Yeah. Okay, this is the mindset I'm in. If I'm weak at moments, I'm not doing a good job. At. It's a process. Every it is day, a process. You have to remind yourself every day that, you know, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. going to get better. Things that people say, you know, take it lightly. And because you know who you are. Exactly. Deep down.
0: And those, those moments of weakness are honestly something beautiful because it, it gives you time to sit back and reflect, you know? If I had never had those moments of realizing that I was a shit person when I was younger, mm-hmm. how would I grow, you know? Yeah. If you don't have those moments of feeling like you're, you're lesser, then you don't become more. Yeah. So don't ever feel shameful for... for for anything that happens and that's the point of communication figure out why you reacted or didn't
1: react a certain way yeah i love being called out i realize like by my friends Mm -hmm. i love being called out because i trust them Mm -hmm. and i'm like no please like they always try to be sensitive around my feelings because they think i'm sensitive because maybe i am sometimes (laughs) but i'm like no tell me so that i can be better yeah and then you know and they're always they're nice about it because it's something that you know, maybe they don't think is a big deal, but it is something that they've noticed and I want to change. I don't want to be, you know, for example, my friend the other day, she... We were drinking a little bit, so it was a little easier. But um, she was like, you get really mean to me when you're dating somebody. I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, not mean, but you you don't talk to me and you don't text me as much. I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, I don't. And that's something that I want to work on. So I was like, I'm glad that you told me.
0: Oh, I love that. And those moments bring you together. You Mm -hmm. know, like you may be scared to talk about something, but the moment you break past that veil of being afraid, Mm -hmm. everything just opens up and you're like, oh.
1: Oh, yeah. There's no bad blood or anything. I, yeah. I trust her, so I know that she wouldn't just say something like that to make me feel bad. And it doesn't make me feel bad, but it also makes me feel like, okay, I have stuff to work on.
0: Yeah. How endearing, too. Like, when someone can, can be vulnerable like that, it's, mm-hmm. it shows how much they do care about you. Because they're yeah. willing to risk making you upset. Because, you know, you don't always know how someone's going to react. Yeah. yeah. This week, ID. nude selfies. Oh, no self. one else to see them. It is literally something between you your phone, and as long as you're not posting them online, then you know, then you're not gonna be exploited and it's okay. But the reason why I think it's important is because it gives you an opportunity to look at yourself and just be aware that there are things about you you can change, there are things about you that you cannot change. But the one thing that's gonna be the most important is how you look, view, and see yourself. And so I feel like when you are in a vulnerable state of taking nude selfies of just yourself for yourself, you're putting yourself in this state of complete acceptance, you know? You're in this vessel, this is what you have. So if there's things that you don't like about yourself, for instance, I have pretty bad acne. So I make sure I wash my face morning and night. If I get off that routine, I know what the consequences are. Same thing goes with eating unhealthy. I'm gonna break out if that happens, all of that kind of stuff. So when you're taking photos and looking at yourself, it's kind of giving you that, that non-judgmental moment of, okay, cool, what can I fix, what do I love? how can i improve you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm. and i'll be honest like it's super hard i've i have never actually taken i would say full nudes i've mm-hmm. taken like partial super uncomfortable very uncomfortable it is me. uncomfortable yeah i it's not it's something that i do want to get comfortable with but just for me because mm-hmm. i have a lot of issues with my body and i've never really understood why I went to therapy for a little bit, but I didn't go for very long because it was expensive. Uh, But we were trying to figure out what it was because the main thing right now is uh, my friend jokes with me about it. She's like, I've never seen your legs before. And I was like, yeah, you never will. (laughs) No, that's true. You have been like that since you were a kid. I remember I used to wear two-piece bathing suits when I was in elementary school. And then when I hit middle school, something changed and I had this weird perception of my body and my legs. I think i wore shorts one time since we moved here, but I haven't worn them ever again. I have a huge problem with my legs. I don't really know why. The partial nudes that I took, like, everything was covered, and I just had to get, like, the right lighting to get me to even like it a little bit, Mm -hmm. and to be honest, the only reason I liked it was because my tattoos were showing, and I feel like it's sad, but if I didn't have tattoos, I don't feel like I would be as comfortable with my body as I even am now.
0: Right. It's kind of the point of all of this, you know, because the only way to get comfortable with your body is to sit, observe and accept. Yeah. You know, because like I said, there's things that you cannot change and the things that you cannot change, there's no point in sitting there and obsessing over them because then you're just going to dig yourself a hole of thinking that you're not worthy and you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. But then if you sit there and you do the opposite, like you, for example, not the biggest fan of my arms, but I love my artwork. So there's a good factor to show off. You know what I mean? And I guarantee you, it's going to look at it. And be like, oh my god, if she didn't have those tattoos, those arms. Yeah. You know what I mean? The things you notice about yourself are not things that
1: other people notice about you. And we're so hard on ourselves, too, because that's that's what I think. Mm -hmm. But I know that nobody else would.
0: Honestly, everyone's so consumed in their own insecurities. They're all worried about their own stuff and what you're looking at on them. Yeah, they don't have time to pick apart you. I wanted to share from greatest.com writer Ellie Bell. So basically in the article, she talks about the stages of taking nude selfies. Okay, so she talks about in the very first stage, she had just taken them just for herself. And it was fun for her and exciting, and she loved it. She would play with Photoshop and, and lighting and all of that stuff, but it was all just for herself. Mm-hmm. And then the moment that changed was when she started dating someone and started sending them to her significant other. And then it became about acceptance. It was no longer her taking these photos just for herself to admire and appreciate herself. Yeah. Now she gave that away to someone, and now that person was kind of holding where she saw her value.
1: Yeah.
0: So then she takes it back because she's reflecting from a perspective probably a couple years out. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. So I I just really loved it because she talked about how once she gave that away to someone else, then it was no longer something that was, was treasured to her. It wasn't something that made her feel good about herself anymore or anything like that. And then she said she kind of got away from it for a couple years. That's another important thing for people to realize is that you can't be putting your self-esteem in someone else's eyes. It's always got to mm-hmm. be in your own, you know? Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with sending nudes to anyone else. Yeah. But make sure that you're not doing it for validation. Make sure you're doing it just because you wholeheartedly want to. And yeah. whatever their response is isn't going to affect you because you love that photo.
1: Yep. And don't lie to yourself, too, because that's the thing, is that we all know that we should not look for validation in other people. Mm-hmm. That's something everybody knows. That's, mm-hmm. like, a given. But actually doing that is different. Actually reminding yourself or thinking to yourself before you send a new to somebody, am mm-hmm. I sending this because I'm confident and I'm comfortable and I don't care what they think? I but I, I want to share attention? it with them. Yeah. Or am I looking for validation mm-hmm. because I don't feel good about myself?
0: Yep. And the moment, if you have to question that and if it is for validation, it's going to be, you know, you're going to mm-hmm. think that you're looking to get something. But it's going to be empty and then it's just going to kind of build a
1: hole for yourself. Yeah. If you don't get the response that you want, you're going to feel bad about yourself. You're mm-hmm. going to pick apart whatever they do say and because you're not feeling good about yourself. So yep. you're going to find all the bad in that and, and now you've
0: basically set yourself up for a week of being depressed because yep. you're gonna have to pull yourself out of this little
1: hole created yep yeah i also liked that the focus was on strengthening friendships through nudes yeah sending it to your friends which i thought was really cool because so one of my best friends i remember we were in a group chat with a couple other people and she was like hey guys i want to send you my nudes and i thought it was sweet i was flattered that she wanted to share it with us because yeah that's our opportunity to like talk her up even though we know she's yeah. already confident that's that's where yeah. you can shine as a friend and be like hell yeah and also the fact that i'm gay and she she knows that we're on such a good friendship level that it's not a weird thing for me right. like i don't yeah. care yeah because we're not attracted to each other in that way and i was honored
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i thought it was yeah. sweet yeah, and no, i, I wish that. i
1: if and when i was ready to send it to it, i would for sure send it to her yeah <laughs>
0: Isn't that funny how the moment one person becomes vulnerable in that way, then it just opens this full circle. Now we're fully connected, you know?
1: So after reading this article, did your perspective change at all? I don't know. I guess I hadn't really thought about, like, nude selfies because I really only did that one time and I was in a relationship. And she was really confident, like, with her body. Like, she had insecurities too, but she was super confident. And it just made me want to at least share, like, a partial nude. Yeah. And it never was fully but it did make me feel a little bit better just because she was so sweet about it. Yeah. She shared that with me, but at the same time, because of how, how not confident I am with my body, it was definitely a validation thing. A little bit, I, yeah. I for sure needed it. Mm-hmm. I needed her to, you know, tell me I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know,
0: but... It's a little bit different, though. She had shared one, so you shared one. It was cohesive.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were really comfortable with each other. She also was aware of how how insecure I was about my body. So for her, it was very flattering that I sent it. Yeah. Because I'd never sent one to anybody else. So she, you know, she definitely took it in a, the right way and was really sweet about it. It made me feel good. Um, don't know that I would send one to anybody else.
0: But. Yeah. That's the other thing you have to be really careful of. If you send them to someone you don't trust, mm-hmm. there's a huge chance that you'll just be completely exploited. And how do you get that taken down? And that's why it's so important if you are doing this And that's why I bring it up again, you know, make sure it is not for anyone else's validation. That would be the worst thing, is if you were low self-confidence, you sent it to someone who you did not trust, Mm -hmm. and they exploited you. Now you're going to be scarred for life. You did not improve your Mm -hmm. self-confidence. Now you have to heal from that. Like, you're already pretty low. You're going to get even lower. Yep, so now you have more traumas on top of traumas that you're trying Mm -hmm. to fix. Just just truly get right with yourself before you ever share it with anyone else. Mm -hmm. Another thing I want to talk about, too... A lot of nude selfies that people take are more autistic than they are, um, like, overly sexual. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's a difference in that, too, because a lot of them, you know, I don't know, like, what's your opinion on that? If some are overly sexual, do you think that those ones are for validation? Are those ones people who are mostly looking for attention,
1: where the artistic ones are more... I think that's the thing too is it's who are we to decide if they're being artistic or sexual you know if they want to post something to them it's artistic who are we to say it's not artistic right so right. I I think that we should look at it very objectively and also think about the fact like this they didn't post this for us to comment on you don't right. have to, you don't have to share your opinion on something. Maybe it's not very artistic to you, maybe, or maybe you just don't like your artistic style. style, Yeah, Yeah. and that's okay, but you should not judge them for that.
0: So that makes me think about Instagram censorship and these media platforms, because there's so many people who get on there, and it's like they see too much cleavage, and they report. To me, if you see a little bit of side boob, and it makes you that uncomfortable, (laughs) For one, don't be on a media platform where there's a lot of artistic individuals. Mm -hmm. Or put yourself on a platform to where you only follow very specific people. But you're right. It is their artistic way of expressing themselves. And who are you to say if it's over-sexualized or not? There's a lot of people on there who even just post yoga videos and their yoga practice. Mm -hmm. And they get hate mail from people being like, you're over-sexualizing yoga. Put some pants on. When are you going to do this with clothes and not be naked? And it's like, okay, can you stop for a second? Look at yourself and ask why this makes you so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And if it, if it makes you so uncomfortable, I'm curious, can you be in front of yourself naked, looking at yourself in the mirror naked? Or yeah. is that like terms of reporting yourself as well? You yeah. know what I mean? Are you so
1: uncomfortable that you just can't handle yeah. any nudity? Yeah, you can't handle other people being comfortable. Right. What's wrong? Like you are so... You feel so bad about yourself that you don't even want other people to feel good about themselves. Right. Like how selfish can you be?
0: Right. And so then that's a time where you really need to take a moment and sit there and be like, so what am I actually giving back to the world if I'm living this negative and not even able to look at myself, basically, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I follow Mitch and Sally Mustang on Instagram, and they're, they're a pretty provocative couple, but everything is artistic. It's all very classy. It's, they get reported all the time. And it's because people are just uncomfortable with them being comfortable with yeah. their sexuality, and yeah. that makes sense. They want to tear them down. So that brought me to the question of, do you think over-censorship has led to the feeling of being shamed or feeling like you have to think
1: a certain way because of how everything's censored and monitored. I think that's funny, actually, because the thing you said about asking yourself why something makes you uncomfortable, I, that's something that I've learned over the years. I, nudity has always made me super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And as I got older, I realized it was because I'm uncomfortable with my own body. So I literally, I wrote this down. I literally asked myself, why is this making you uncomfortable? This person is sharing their body, and they deserve to be respected and not ashamed. And that's something that my first thought, even now, is always shock anytime mm-hmm. I see anything on Instagram or whatever. But immediately, my brain is like, okay, but why are you uncomfortable? What, what is you're that not triggering, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, one hundred percent, I think censorship because we weren't exposed to it early on as being okay, right? Like we even when we were younger, it was not; it was less okay. I was thinking about
0: that too. So it's funny because I've kind of grown up two ways: with you in the house with mom, mm-hmm. and then with my grandparents. So we'd watch movies at home, and you're right sexual scenes, we'd close our eyes, plug our ears. Nudity, you'd kind of look away. We're not the kind of family that's overly shy about everything, yeah. but also when it comes to nudity and stuff, that's not really something we ever talk about. Yeah, Nudity, sex, any of that. Yeah. It's not really anything that's Mom ever would been be like, your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Your eyes. <laughs> exactly. And then I'd go to my grandparents and scenes like that would come up and I'd cover my eyes and my grandpa's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait, what do you mean? Like, I'm... Ten. Nine, ten. Like, what do you mean I'm covering my eyes? And he's like, "Miha, it's natural. They're kissing. Why are you covering your eyes when they're kissing? That's why are you so covering cute. your eyes because of this or that? And it really did make me think, wait, there's actually not anything wrong with it. It's people fine. Do that
1: all the time, yeah. Yeah.
0: Why, so why is it making me uncomfortable? I don't know. <laughs> I do think that over-censorship makes people feel like they should be a little more ashamed of certain things you know because that open dialogue is not there so say you are someone who's you know questioning your sexuality you see these things on tv that make you uncomfortable but you don't really ever see anything that's pertaining to you you don't ever talk about it now you're filled with shame now you don't know how to communicate at all you don't know if anyone's like you you think Mm -hmm. you're all alone and it's like all of this could have been fixed if you just found one person to be like hey can i talk to you
1: yep when I first saw lesbians kissing on TV, that was a huge thing because I was immediately uncomfortable. And I think I'm pretty sure I got red. If you look at old ancient paintings of Romans and stuff, it's, it's, not, it's a not a big deal. It's not a big deal, yeah. That's just normal. But it was so abnormal to me and so uncomfortable because I knew that that was like because I was gay. <laughs> but I didn't want to admit. <laughs> <with it. laughs> you gay. <laughs>
0: I'll never forget one time we were walking through Macy's. It was me. You, you remember
1: this time? I think I remember. <laughs> it was this.
0: And we're walking through the perfume department. And you know, Mom, she's so cute all the time, just, like, talking and stuff. I'm just, like, I just could never imagine holding a girl hand. Like, just so small and tiny. Just, I just don't know. I just don't think I could do it. And I just remember the little smirk on your face. <laughs> I don't know if I always knew a little bit. Probably. Or what. I don't know. <laughs> So the next topic, masturbation, masturbation Masturbation keeps the world going round. Just wash your hands. (laughs) Masturbating goes hand in hand with taking nude selfies and being comfortable with yourself. Just kind of learning those things about you that make you comfortable with you. What are your perspectives? That is actually
1: another thing that I'm super uncomfortable with. I've gotten a little more comfortable with it over the years, but... Because I wasn't comfortable with my body, that goes hand in hand with not being comfortable with touching myself. I also thought I was asexual for a while, because I've actually... Is asexual just
0: not having a libido? Uh,
1: You're basically yeah, just not You're sexually not... interested, really? Yeah. You can still be in relationships and stuff, but you don't, you just are not a sexual, Just not high sex drive. Yeah. Yes. And I thought it was for a while, because I've had, I've had multiple partners, but I haven't been able to have an orgasm before Mm -hmm. and I don't know I went to the doctor actually last a couple weeks ago and they and I told them that and they were they felt so bad for me (laughs) they were they were really concerned and they were like wait like do you do you masturbate do you do all this stuff and I was like I mean I've like tried but it doesn't really do much you know I guess I just haven't fully committed to it. And they're like, okay, well, we want to help you. And they ended up bringing, like, some specialist in that day to, like, oh, talk nice. to me about yeah. it. And he was like, okay, he's like, here's what I want you to do. Like, I want you to go to Babeland or the sex shop. They really know what they're talking about. See if they can help you find a yeah. good toy that'll help you. And then, and then report back to us and <laughs> let us know. So basically, they prescribed me masturbation. Yeah. And I, I, the place was closed. So I texted mom. And I sent her a picture of this, like, wand thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, mom, so the doctor said I need to masturbate. Can you buy this for me? Because she has Amazon Prime. Yeah. So she could order it. She literally did one day express shipping. Oh, so it came, that's fantastic. It came less than 24 hours later. But it's also way bigger than I thought it would be. And it's, it's just a vibrator. But yeah. It's the wands are tack.
0: massive. So the, the original, I think it's called the hibachi... I think yeah, so. that was like the original one they made, mm-hmm. and the reason they made it was because women, like housewives, were being hysterical just from being home doing nothing all day. So they made it so that way they, uh, you know, would have something to that's funny to handle the tension. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's why I think that masturbating is so important because you shouldn't be relying on your partner to do that for you. Mm-hmm. And if you are relying on your partner, there's some people who literally they're 50 and still have never had an orgasm and I think the reason being is because they rely on the other person to achieve that for them how can the other person achieve that for
1: you if you don't know how to do it for yourself you don't even know what you like exactly yeah and that's something that I've been trying to or I've been wanting to experiment with lately but it's just a little hard also because the medication I'm taking doesn't like yeah my sex drive is really low now yeah um so I know eventually it'll be fine. Like, it doesn't bother me too much. Yeah. Um, like, it's never, it hasn't really, well, I can't say it hasn't really messed with my sex life. Because with my partners, like, they always want to get me there. Um, yeah. And, like, I can get them there. And that's fine for me. That's all that I need because that's all that I've ever Numb. needed. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: But they, I know it's still hard on the other person. Like, reciprocation
0: is a huge thing. Well, and then they start to think, oh, is it something that I'm doing yeah. or something like that? But to be honest, that's not always the case. Sometimes it is. And, and like you talking about your, your self-esteem, like it could just be something that needs to click within you, yeah. for you, about you. I think it's you. a mental
1: thing too. It is. It's a huge mental thing for me. I think, again, it has to go with my insecurities. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've talked about with my partners before we ever do anything because I want them to know. I don't want them to feel like it's them. It's because like preparing. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they, so they're always prepared and they know and it's like you know good
0: on you though because a lot of people don't ever even try to have that dialogue at all or be vulnerable about it and then people just kind of go away feeling
1: like what just happened yeah i think to be honest i think it's a little easier i mean i don't really know straight relationships but um i think it is a little easier in lesbian relationships just because girls are very like Mm -hmm. all about like making the other person feel good Mm -hmm. rather than just them feeling good oh (laughs) are you okay well you the sad thing quiet
0: <laughs> the sad thing is in straight relationships most of the time the male is so narcissist and self-centered that most females aren't getting off
1: yeah or most they females just, they only get off on to. their own yeah i mean most of most of my straight friends like that. they're like yeah i would never gotten off from a guy like i was yeah have to, i have to like finish myself <laughs> yeah and yeah like, is that normal like is that no
0: it's absolutely normal and i think the reason being is because right now we're kind of in an era where we have so many men who have low self-esteem that they're not having the conversations and the vulnerability that they need to have and they're so consumed with their ego that they really kind of don't see past themselves most of the time yeah. and obviously it's not all men obviously it's not yeah. all situations i would say that i feel like it is extremely common in male-female relationships that usually the female is probably not getting off. Yeah.
1: Which makes me sad.
0: Everyone should be a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Everyone should just have a sugar daddy and then have a bunch of, of, you know, women best friends. (laughs) Women
1: just love women.
0: I want to note in here that, so I wrote, keep in mind, nothing is good ever done in excess. (laughs) Just so that, you know. Because there are people, especially with quarantine right now, who are like, oh, masturbating's good for you? Great. Every day. All the time. (laughs) All day, every day. Wash your hands. Mm -hmm. I mean, as long as you're
1: washing your hands, I guess.
0: The other thing I wanted to bring up on that topic, because I don't think that masturbating really ever gets talked about when you're in a relationship, which I think is so funny Mm -hmm. because you are comfortable being sexual together, but you're not comfortable talking about the things that you do sexually apart. Yeah. or sometimes it's even something where it's it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. it's not there i had a boyfriend one time where okay so we're sleeping Mm -hmm. okay well he had fallen asleep an hour before i fell asleep so i was just like laying there on my phone or something like that and then he woke up rolls over and smells my hands to check if i was masturbating when he fell
1: asleep what yeah
0: and as soon as he did that, I was like, are you f- kidding me? It was a moment for me of like, okay, this is the wrong person. Get the fuck out. Ew, because yeah. I never want to be put in a situation where it's like, you should never, ever in your own home, in your own bed, had I masturbated, had I not, you should never have your significant other just grabbing your hands to see if you that's did. So are you f- kidding me? If you can't talk to me, then then something's way off. Yeah. that's You know? Ew. If I were in that position and I was curious, to me it would be a more playful, like, oh, did you, did you, did you. <laughs> Not something, like, so hateful like that. Yeah. I don't know. I will never forget that moment because it was just such did a. Did you guys talk about it after? Like, what did you say? What happened? Oh, no. It was Oh. <laughs> strike 5,000 like you're done. <laughs> so I, I, I just think that it's such a good topic to bring up because it's so undercommunicated, And even in relationships of people who have been together forever. Mm-hmm. it's not something that's communicated yeah and it should be you know like i don't think there's anything wrong with if your significant other goes out of town for a couple of days or something
1: yeah you know
0: obviously you're gonna masturbate like yeah. why is it
1: if you're holding out then that's i feel like that's what leads to like cheating because you're in a position where mm-hmm. you've been waiting or like you've been holding out for so long and then something happens and it, mm-hmm. you know yep
0: and then it's also it's funny because it, m- masturbation's kind of been turned into this like shameful
1: act yeah
0: and um you know it's not yeah it's not something that's like a private thing for you you. exactly you
1: know you shouldn't do it in public there's a time Um, there's a place (laughs) my god the other day my friend was at the park with um this girl she was meeting for the first time Mm -hmm. it was kind of just like a friend date and they were having a little picnic Mm -hmm. and she was like no joke five minutes in there's this guy in the bushes nearby no and he, she like saw him and she was like what is he doing and he was freaking no. masturbating in the bushes watching them no. and she yelled at him because Good. she was like what are you doing and he was like he's like oh i'm just peeing or something no but no he that's the other thing is there's so many situations like this where people see
0: it can be men or women, but people see someone being disgusting like that and they're afraid to say anything. Yeah, because that's terrifying. We don't know what they're going to do if they're willing to do that. It's terrifying. It's traumatizing. But if you don't say anything, they're going to do it again. Yeah. If you don't call them out,
1: yeah. they will and do it, it again. And also
0: broad daylight. That's the scary <laughs> That's gross. It's <laughs> so gross. And there's no, like, where are you going to wash your hands, you nasty f- <laughs>
1: Yeah. that's so disgusting Nuffy. i know i'm laughing but it's really terrible but she was also <laughs> laughing about it because she was like yeah we got over it like really quickly she's like that's really sad that we that that's that was almost that is normalized. Expected that yeah. that was not even that surprising that that would happen right though well i'm so proud
0: funny. of her for saying something though yeah. because a lot of people would have just been like oh my god and walked away which yes by all means if that's all you're comfortable with doing do that but at the same time if you can very comfortably be like you need to stop. Yeah. Then do
1: yeah, that. She like screamed at him. <laughs> Good.
0: There's this girl on Instagram who was talking about, she was on a flight and she was sitting behind a gentleman and he had porn up on his phone. Okay. So she's behind him. He's yeah. in front and over one. And so he's looking at porn on his phone and continues to look back at her. Ew. So then she realized he's looking at porn and she's like, I had this moment of, do I say anything? Do I keep quiet? What do I do? Because To be honest, that's a form of sexual harassment. Yeah. You have profanity up on your phone Mm -hmm. and you're suggestively looking at someone. It's disgusting. Don't do that. (laughs) It's just fucking gross. So she (laughs) got up and called him out on a
1: plane. (laughs) On a plane. I mean, if he thought that he could get away with doing something like that, then he he deserved to be called out. Yeah, 100%. More
0: power to her. Like, I'm so proud of people for speaking up. Obviously, do it when it's a safe place to do it. Don't Mm -hmm. do it if you're alone. Don't do it if it's like, dark don't yeah, be following if
1: someone em- if you embarrass somebody that is like the most dangerous thing embarrassing like a man's ego
0: that's when things get dangerous so yeah yes. definitely be aware of the situation and i wouldn't necessarily say call them out to make it a point to where everyone around yeah but definitely call them out to the point where it's like i know what you're doing mm-hmm. and i'm not going to be quiet about it so you better learn to be quiet about yeah. it. like you can't you know? think that this is okay right especially in a public environment like don't don't it's not okay. And it creates the scarcity. It's, it's terrifying because a lot of women are, you know, they live alone. They're on their own. Mm-hmm. And being put in these situations, you don't know if you're going to be followed. You don't know any of this stuff. So yeah. that's, that's how
1: everything became so normalized. Getting catcalled, getting sexually harassed. Oh, like, being it's told- probably happened to almost everyone. And most people are like, yeah, like it's happened, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. we don't say anything about it because it's normal. We're like, oh, it's happened to everyone. It's just mm-hmm. how things are.
0: Or us being told, like, well, you know, at least you're pretty. Yeah. Be happy for that. (laughs) Yeah, be flattered. No, no, it's not okay. When I was researching this topic, I stumbled upon something else that I found very, very interesting. Masturbation is a mental space, too. What it does for you and your self-esteem and your self-confidence. So this gets a little more into the powers of sexual energy and how powerful that is. And I feel a lot of things have been trying to pull us away from this type of energy. And I think that's why society has kind of, because I feel like society has kind of molded us into people to be afraid to talk about sex, afraid to talk about masturbating, afraid to talk about, you know, anything that's kind of pertaining to any type of sexual energy at all. So I stumbled upon this article, Manifesting Through Orgasms. And basically the thought behind that you know, cause we are all beings of energy. Okay. And so if you learn to hone and harness it correctly, you can use it to your benefit. Yeah. So with sexual energy, unfortunately right now, I feel like we're in such a damaged area because our relationships are not cohesive the way they should be. Partners are not connected the way that they should be. I don't know. It's kind of, it's a very different topic to talk about because it's energy. It's not something that's technically feasible you can't hold it you can't see it yeah you know it's it's something
1: that's just felt i don't know do you have any thing to add i think so i don't know much about like chakras and stuff like that that they Mm -hmm. were talking about but i think it makes sense to attach a dream or a goal to an orgasm you know like why not if you attach that such a good feeling of an orgasm to something that you want to achieve it's a personal achievement with a personal achievement yeah of course whenever you think about that you're going to think about those feelings you had with the orgasm and so of course you're going to feel good about it and you're going to want to do that you're going to want to work harder to achieve that goal so you're still putting the work in it's not like some magical powers but it kind of is a form of magic because you're you know it's not easy to attach a dream or goal to an orgasm like (laughs) you know and that's what they're kind of
0: talking about here with sexual energy is is having intent. Yeah. You know, sexual energy is not meant to be this thing where it's just, we just go around in free love and, yeah. oh, I feel like getting laid. Let me go do yeah. that real Wasted quick. Wasted energy. No, You're yeah. not going to feel good about it unless it's with intention. There's supposed to be intent behind every every energy exchange. Mm-hmm. And that's what sex is. It's an energy exchange. And yeah. there is supposed to be intent behind it. Back in the day, the intent was that you were going to build a life together. You were <laughs> building a career together. You were blending your life together, where now it's mostly just pleasure-seeking, and I feel that's kind of where a lot of ego and a lot of self-esteem issues come in, is because we've gotten so far away from what it means to have good, healthy sexual energy in our life that's
1: focused.
0: It's not meant to be, like, strict or anything, but you're you're definitely meant to have the intents there.
1: Yeah, I do think that love is an intention, too. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Yep. So then the other thing she talks about in here, a little funny thing that I saw, and it was like, have you ever f***ed her on her period? Oh. And then it goes, damn witch, I am still thinking about her. <laughs> oh my God. And I just thought it was so funny because it kind of goes back to, to what it is to have and carry uh, sexual energy. Because, you know, people who are labeled as witches or whatever, I just see that as someone who understands energy, understands how to hone and focus energy understands manifesting understands intent yeah so it's just kind of someone who has this bubble of air around them who is like i control this space but this is literally all that i control yeah and that's kind of how life is supposed to be but so many people waste so much of of this energy because they just don't know mm-hmm. we have so much potential
1: mm-hmm. so much sexual potential wasted and then and then
0: you have the people who are protective of their sexual energy which is which is great because they they appreciate it for the the sacred act that it is yeah and it should be treated as such you know and I feel like as we get into an era where people are more confident with themselves those things will start to work themselves out because mm-hmm. if you think about it a lot of people who go out and just kind of do a lot of casual sex and all of that kind of stuff it's to fill a void that's never getting filled
1: yeah and the thing is sometimes it is if you're feeling confident you're feeling good you're like I can get anybody that I want and that's you know that's what you're doing it for fine because you're not looking for validation in the person you're just I don't know expressing your confidence right that I think is a little bit different and that's you know that there's nothing wrong with that you should be able to but
0: make sure that the person that you're choosing to do that with is someone who is equally as confident because if you pick someone if you're feeling so high mighty confident you want to go get laid you find someone who's meek who's shy you're going to destroy them. Because true, yeah. they're going to be looking for something more. you were just looking for fun. Yeah. so now you've had your dominant sexual energy basically just deplete them. yeah. So you do have to be careful in, in the partner that you pick. yeah you shouldn't just go around hurting people. Yeah yeah or at least just be, just be conscious, you know because yeah. you, you can look at someone and if you're being honest with yourself, you can tell, you kind of get a gut feeling of where things are going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you decide from there, like, okay, cool, I'm cool with just a night, or blah, blah, blah. But you you get a gut feeling about their personality type. You know right away if you meet someone who you're like, my personality is just going to obliterate you. You know that. You recognize it, right, when you okay, meet Okay, that's
1: actually, that's funny because very recently I had a, so I have a friend, we've been friends for a while, but we've always been on very different pages. We've always kind of had crushes on each other. hmm but she's a very strong personality, and I'm very kind of more quiet, shy, less dominating. Except in the bedroom. <laughs> um, um, so she, we, we ended up hooking up one night, and it was, I feel like it was like a long time coming. It was great, it was awesome, but we were going to kind of do this friends with benefits yeah. thing. And then after a little bit of time, we were really good at communicating about it and talking about it. And then I just realized, I already have feelings. I already have feelings but I'm not ready to be in a relationship because I just got out of one and she knows that and she's ready to be in something but she knows that I'm not ready so she we both recognize that and she was like I am good at being a friend with benefits because I know how much I can give and how much I is okay to receive from somebody she knows where her boundaries are yeah she and she recognizes that I wouldn't be able to handle it and I recognize that I wouldn't be able to handle it so we had to stop we it didn't last very long and we just were like, okay, this is not a good idea I, because it would destroy me.
0: Yes. Okay. So I, I have so much respect for the way that you handle your friendships because it's always been different from anything that I've ever seen. Cause I, most of the time I don't get along with females because the communication is just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm not good with small talk and I just never get past that. So Seeing how you interact with your friendships and with your relationships, you treat everything so gently and with such compassion and from such an observing standpoint, where in the past it kind of was a little bit of a hindrance because you would always see the best in people no matter what and always uh, compensate for them no matter what because you saw the best in them. But now it's kind of evolved into you being able to figure out where your boundaries are And put those in place, not aggressively, but a little bit, you know? Your friendships last so much longer. And the other thing I appreciate about it is so this potential relationship, most people I feel like would have just pushed and pushed to try and do it and make it work, and then two months and then destroyed. Then there goes that friendship and relationship. Yep. And now there's, now you've destroyed anything for in the future where maybe this relationship was meant to be a friendship now, something more later. Maybe it's not. You know what I mean? Like, where when you rush things or you push something that's not meant to be, you're kind of sabotaging for what the true path of it was supposed to be. Yeah,
1: yep. You know? Yeah, because you're forcing something because you
0: just need it in that, you think that that's what you need in the moment. Mm -hmm. And you're neglecting the conversation, where here you didn't neglect the conversation, you were both aware and both fully, fully uh, transparent with each other. And you don't find that all the time, and it's so fucking awesome to see,
1: because that's going to be a friendship that
0: you guys cherish always now.
1: Yep. No. no matter what yeah we've been through a lot of stuff together and it it didn't really change our communication things are not weird at first my initial thing after that was push her away yeah because I was well that's natural sad, instinct a little but I immediately recognized that and I'm like no these are bad habits that I don't want to have I yeah. like I want to have these conversations I don't want to pretend like it's something that never happened I want to be able to talk about it and be like well it happened but it wasn't right and we knew where to draw lines yep yep
0: And I love that too, because it sets you up for future relationships. So say you get in a situation where now you're the confident person and you're with someone who is not confident. Now you're kind of, you've already been through this. You already know how to handle the situation delicately so that the other person doesn't get hurt and so they can grow as well. Yeah. You know, so it's just like this web of us constantly evolving and growing, but it doesn't happen without communication. Yeah. So then she talks a little bit in here about the formula for law of attraction, because this is just a really good basis to remember for manifesting, okay? Okay. So desire plus intention plus strong emotion equals manifestation. And that's why it works with achieving an orgasm, thinking about what it is, your intents and your goals you want to have, because you have the desire, the intention, and the strong emotion. So all of those things are creating this big bubble of energy. So whatever you focus into that energy is what you're going to manifest. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't know if our listeners will be interested in hearing a little bit more on the metaphysical side of things. But to me, I find it very interesting because it is the core of our being. And we can get into chakras a little bit in another episode if we want to dive deeper on that to just kind of get everyone on the same page. So we all have the kind of the same understanding mm-hmm. to go off of. I do think that that is something really important for, for everyone to know because the chakras are just internal energy. You just want to be in alignment and I feel like a lot of people spend their whole life not really understanding that the human experience is to experience being human and the only way to experience that is to fail, learn, fail, learn, fail, yeah. and learn. You know, in doing that, you have to be aware of where your energies are, what your alignment is, You have to be aware of the small things that are happening in your day-to-day life that are kind of trying to put you back on track. Because you know how when you have those small moments of, that was odd, why did that happen? You know, those are the moments you have to pay attention to. That's all of the energy trying to
1: guide you where you need to go. Yeah, I like that. See, I don't know much about this, but I like hearing about it because it's new to me and it makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
0: So what really got me into being interested about all of this was listening to the spirit science videos on YouTube and i really liked them because they didn't have biased perspectives they basically just shared all religion all spirituality all perspective it's basically just all the credible information that can be found they talk about it and discuss it so that's where i've really got into all the metaphysical part of chakras and energy but it's such an important thing to know because the more you look into it the more you start to see things line up for yourself in life because you're you're putting those intents in place yeah. you know you're basically telling life this is what I want. This
1: is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. Yeah. It's going through life with intention and observing all the little things that lead you to where you need to be.
0: Yep. Because if you're not filling that space, life is going to put something in that space for you. So you need to always be two steps ahead of just letting life know what you want there. Otherwise it's going to pick for you. And then that's when we get into, you know, where we feel like we're not where we need to be. So just to sum up manifesting with sexual energy, I'm going to read off these steps because I find them to be really powerful. So step one was set your goal, write it down. If you don't write down your goal, you're basically kind of just letting it be very lucid. Write it down. It's in ink. It's on paper. You had the thought and now you put it on paper. So that's two ways of you setting it out into the world what your intents are. Step three, release it to the universe. So that's essentially your day of orgasm. You're releasing to the universe. So (laughs) This is stuff that you can plan beforehand. So like you were saying, you know, it's hard to remember in the moment. But it's something you can plan beforehand. So she's describing here, you have a week set up for yourself where you're thinking about what you want. You're setting your goal. You're building your energy. You're having a good positive week. And then on that day you choose, you release what it is you wanted to manifest to the universe. And then the final step is trusting the universe. Don't ever forget to say thank you and always express gratitude. You do have energies around you that are kind of help guiding you. So, stay positive and grateful. I like it. I wanted to bring up one last topic on this episode moon phases.
1: I just love the moon. I think it's just so cool.
0: Same. <laughs> Did you see there's this picture and it's Will Smith, Fresh Prince, where he's hanging out the car window, like yeah. super happy to be wherever in Philly. And then it says, Me, seven year old, thinking the moon's following me everywhere I go. Like, <laughs> I was like, Oh so shit, cute. yeah, that's me. <laughs> I love moon phases because you don't realize how much of an impact it has on you until it's almost like you're already in the thick of it. And then you're like, oh shit, you hear someone and they're like, oh yeah, there was a full moon yesterday. <laughs> and you're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> of course.
1: That makes complete sense. That's why love- all this sh- Happened to me. I love that we can just blame the moon for things. I mean, it's, some people use that excuse, and it kind of is in a way, but at the same time, it happens. Like, yeah, full moon. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's serious. But trust me. Well, if you're paying attention. I was reading something about how it controls the tides, and our bodies are made of what? 70% water. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. how would it not affect you? Yeah. It, I think that's a good point. It is. It totally is. You know, and I'm not going to be like, oh, sorry, I'm an asshole. It's a full moon. But, yeah. <laughs> but I might do that.
0: Right like obviously that's not the
1: goal but i'm either on my know, period or it's a full moon and that's or why i'm hungry, being an asshole so yeah <laughs> basically i'm an asshole all the time <laughs> but there's a reason for it
0: let's talk about the different types there's the new moon and with the new moon that makes basically means there's no moon in the sky for a period of a few days i think it varies there's degrees to it mm-hmm. so you can have a full moon that never reaches a hundred percent full but it'll be within the 90 degrees for like three days. There's always apps you can download to see what the moon phase is. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so that way you don't have to keep on it. New moon, brand new, fresh beginnings, forgive yourself.
1: (laughs) New moon, new me. Yeah,
0: exactly. There you go. I don't even need to say anything else on that. (laughs) When there's a new moon is when you want to start planning for the future. And what I mean by that is, is this is going to be your best time for seed planting and getting your intentions set. You really want to take the time to sit and visualize the feelings of everything that you're wanting to seed plant. Say there's a job that you've been trying to get or say that you are waiting to get approved for something. Then you're going to really want to find the feeling of what it is having received that what you're feeling inside, the emotions around, getting what you want. So once you find those feelings and you're able to sit with them, that's what you want to meditate on, holding that feeling, okay? Your intentions are in the right place. You're making sure that you're planting good seeds for what you want to manifest. You're visualizing. You're sitting in it. You're meditating. You're feeling. During the new moon is also the best time to get a game plan going for yourself for what you want to accomplish for the month, where you want to see yourself at the end of the Uh, month. Okay. Get that game plan set. Set all of your intentions. When you hear the word setting intentions, like, what do you think?
1: Um, I want to have a girlfriend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's my intention. That that would be an
1: intention, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can that be a goal?
0: Let's use our podcast, for example. Okay. So we're setting the plans for getting everything in motion. So during the new moon, we're planning out what we want to have for next week, say, for example. So setting the intentions for it, the intent is that we want to hold a space of love and light for people to be able to grow, expand their minds and be exposed to conversations that are kind of not openly being had right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's our intent, right? If you don't set that intent, something else is going to just come in and fill the space for you and set an intent for you okay. because you did not decide what your intention was okay so you know how sometimes when you make plans and you go and do things and everything just fucking hits the fan and you're like shit yeah did you set an intention for how you wanted your day to go because essentially what you're doing is you're telling the universe this is what i've planned this is how i want to see it executed and mm-hmm. this is where my heart is coming from yeah. in that plan okay And so by doing that, you've kind of set the groundwork for the universe to be like, oh, dope. I see exactly where you're going. Let me lead you the rest of the way.
1: Okay. I think that's interesting because I can see, I could already see myself getting it confused with expectations. But I know it's different. And I think that's where it can go wrong. Mm -hmm. Because your expectations are definitely going to be different. If you expect, nothing is always going to go according to plan, but... Like you said, if your heart is in the right place mm-hmm. and you have good intentions about something, then it doesn't matter what happens because you're being true to yourself and the kind of person that you are. And I think it'll all kind of be yep, good.
0: Expectations is a funny word because sometimes when you set expectations, you're almost setting yourself up to be disappointed. Yeah.
1: Because oh, yeah.
0: there is no way for something to live up to your expectations fully. Yeah. One thing that I always kind of stand by is, is always expect good and just have that be where your expectations sit and stay, okay? So expect good, but don't put too many fine details into your expectations. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
1: No, that makes sense. Yeah. I, think, I think the problem for me is I, even though I tell myself I don't have expectations for people, I do have high expectations yeah. for people, and I, I think it's okay to have high expectations for myself. Absolutely in that it's when we have expectations for other people and we can't control other people that's where you get disappointed
0: yeah and that's where you also create a disappointment for someone else too because now you're creating a space where it's impossible for them to live up Mm. to what you've expected of Mm -hmm. them i don't know it just creates these weird like i feel like these are the beginnings of relationships falling apart yeah You don't notice these things right away, but it's small things you continuously do and pressures you put on other people. Mm -hmm. And then you come to the end of the road and you're like, fuck, how did we get here? Yeah. And it's like, well, you expected things of me, but didn't expect things of yourself.
1: Yeah. And if you're not communicating it at the same time, then we also make assumptions about what the other person is expecting. So it's just just a whole big mess. It is. Yeah. (laughs)
0: I want to know the exact definition. So, a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. With expectations, I feel like a lot of people do get away from understanding that it is just a belief. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's not set in stone. Now let's look up the definition of intentions. A thing intended, an aim, or a plan. So for example, she was full of good intentions. The difference between them intention is pertaining to just you and that is all that you can control
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. you're not trying to control the future but you're having a goal so you have a direction to go you have somewhere to move towards something to move towards yeah okay i see i like that
0: awesome Now, i do just want to emphasize again setting intentions is so important for not just when you're planning and things setting intentions is important for literally any aspect of your life if you can if you can take a moment and be like do intentions need to be set for this do it even waking up setting intentions for how you want your day to go it's so amazing when you start to practice this seeing the changes that happen Mm -hmm. versus when you don't do this waxing crescent moon is going to be the phase that follows that with this one you really want to get your plan of action set so previously you were getting your goals, visualizing, kind of getting the whole visual of what you want to accomplish. Now you're, you're finding the actions to put in place. Uh, you want to do a lot of things that are going to be boosting your mood. So this is a great time for movement, dancing, yoga. You want to expose yourself to a lot of fresh energy. Be really focused. Be really detailed. If you're doing meditations during this time, what you want to be visualizing is all of those seeds you planted sprouting think about the details think about everything that comes about when you're growing you know you want to make sure you have all of that that essence in there you're declaring exactly what you want you just want to make sure you have all the actions set in place following that we'll have the first quarter moon and this is going to be another bit a few days where you want to have everything around you being very high energy very very energy boosting. Do things that get you motivated. Do things that get you pumped. This is also going to be your time that you want to start putting action into those plans that you set. So, you know, it's not enough to just say, okay, cool, these are the cycles of the moons. You do actually need to put action into place. It's not all going to come together for you without that. This is also a really good time for power yoga. If you like hot yoga, things that are going to be a little bit more strenuous on the body, but keep you going, keep you moving. You might find it a little hard to meditate during this time because it is such a high energy, high creative, amplified type of energy that you're feeling, and that's totally okay. If you can't get the focus for that, don't worry about it. When you're in the space of moving yourself forward and taking action, you will notice that you're going to get a bit more challenges and obstacles that get thrown at you. Don't let it discourage you because the whole point of this is to help you continue your momentum. Because if you're going at a fast pace and you have nothing that's challenging you at all, it's kind of like when you're playing that video game that's super easy. You get to the end super fast and you're like, okay, well, did I even learn anything? Was I challenged at all? No. So that's why life throws things at you. The harder you're working, you're going to get those things thrown at you. Do not let it discourage you. It's meant to build you up. It's meant to make you stronger. And it's meant to prove to you that you can do it. If you are able to find a space where you can you know fully mentally meditate the visualizing for this process is going to be you so you've sprouted during the waxing crescent you let all of those ideas sprout for yourself now you want to visualize the roots going down into the ground making it very solid giving it good foundation and that's why those obstacles are coming in you know because things don't grow well if they don't have those high winds, making them ro- those roots have to go deeper. So, you know, consider that. You are, you are growing. You're in this life. You're in this world. Everything's symbolic of one another because we're all webbed together. So why would it be any different for you than it is for plants that grow? You know, it's just on a grander scale. The phase that follows that one is going to be the waxing gibbous. Waxing gibbous phase is very important to find grounding for yourself. This is going to be a time where you really want to look inward. Ask yourself, what do I need right now? Keep asking yourself, what do I need right now? And make sure you take care of those things because your body is telling you exactly what you need. So if you're ignoring it, you're basically denying that connection that you have with yourself. During the waxing gibbous moon is also the best time for stretching. You don't need to do any strenuous yoga or anything like that. Usually just nice, soft, be gentle with yourself. It's also important during this time to get in the mental space of knowing that you're aligned, knowing that you're in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. And if you get discouraged or pulled away from that, just keep going back to it. Trust that you're aligned, trust that you're doing what's right, and don't forget to express gratitude. This is going to be a time where you really want to be the most patient with yourself, edit, refine how your month's been going kind of evaluate how your conversations have gone but be very very gentle with yourself. It's not a time of judgment. It's a time of just awareness. So this is the best time to just nurture yourself. Take a bath, do what you need to do for you. Understand that during this time it may feel like things are a little bit difficult cuz you're trying to move forward, but that's literally just life being like, "Cool, you got this. Let me continue to prove to you that you got this because the more you jump over these hurdles, the more prepared you are for what I have next for you.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: When you're feeling anxiety, it's literally your body like, okay, I am ready. It's almost like a warrior getting ready to go into battle. Your body's taking everything it has to give you what you need to do what you need to accomplish.
1: Kind of like adrenaline. Exactly. Always do it with grace and always be
0: forgiving of yourself. None of this is ever going to be perfect. There's going to be times where you fuck up, but that's part of life. Observe. Realign yourself with the universe. During this time is when things are starting to build momentum. So you don't want to have this be where you drop the ball and be like, I don't see any results, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to just take today off. Don't take today off. The day that you have to take off is when you're going through the new moon. All of these phases come back around. So if you treat it like the wheel that it is, you're like, I can get through just one more day because my rest day is going to be in two days. So it's like reminding yourself, when you have these things set in place so that you can keep going that one little bit further and it doesn't wipe you out so if you're in your waxing gibbous moon and you've done everything where you set your intentions you're starting to take action say you wake up on this day and you know how you just have those days where oh yesterday morning sky pounced on my face and gave me a bloody (laughs) nose Oh, Literally but. woke me up by jumping off my face. That's so sad. So that's an easy day to just be like, today is not my day. Yeah. But if this day was on my waxing gibbous moon, then like, do I really want to be just throwing everything away because one small obstacle? Yeah. Like, that small obstacle is the universe kind of showing me, you can come overcome, you're fine. Like, yeah. yeah, you got a bloody nose, <laughs> it's okay. Like, <laughs> nice keep going.
1: try, Sky, but it's a waxing gibbous day. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I
0: got my momentum going, okay? <laughs>
1: I don't know why, but I hate the names of the phases though. The moon. Gibbous.
0: <laughs> Waxing Gibbous.
1: Yeah. I hate it. it. It just sounds weird to say. But...
0: Also, what is even
1: a gibbous? I don't even know. It sounds like a goblin name. <laughs> and I don't want to wax it. <laughs> I don't want to wax my gibbous. <laughs> Mom, Funny. Oh, is I'm, gonna to, to I'm gonna start You're calling no my. Choice. I'm gonna start calling my vagina us <laughs> no. I have a. I have a. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna get my gibbous waxed on Friday. <laughs> gibbous
0: mapping.
1: <laughs> you. Oh,
0: <no. laughs> we digress. <laughs> okay, so that brings us to the full moon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the other side of the gibbous.
0: All right. During the full moon, there's going to be a lot of high energy going around. This is the peak energy of the month, you know. So you're going to be surrounded by blessings. You need to express gratitude. You're going to be seeing a lot of things blossoming. It's a time for celebration. It's a time to be very, very present. Enjoy the moment. Don't harp on yourself on the, say, say you had goals set that you wanted to accomplish. If you didn't hit them, so what? Just focus on the things that you did do. What actions did you complete? This will also be a good time for salutations in your yoga practice. Do an intuitive yoga flow. Really step into feeling unstoppable. Feeling the momentum that you've created. Don't let anything weigh on you too much right now. It's a time of celebration. Enjoy, dance, move, have fun. All full moons are different. There's different ones at different times of the year, so you will want to look into each individual one and pay attention because they're not oh. all going to be the same. Because we're rotating, yeah. seasons are changing. Okay, all the so stars they're usually are different, different, different places. They're so, yeah. different,
1: like per season, usually. Per month. Per month? Yeah. Okay. So every once in a while,
0: there will be two full moons in a month. That's usually okay, because, because one was at the beginning of the month and one is on the last day of the month. Okay. Typically, there's a full moon for every month. Which is kind of funny to me. I don't know why we have different names of the months and why we don't just name each month for what the full moon is. Hmm. Anyway, following that, we have the waning gibbous. This is going to be your time for expressing the most amount of appreciation and gratitude. For your yoga practices, you'll want to be doing a lot of heart openers, a lot of creative flows, celebrate your accomplishments. This will also be a really good time to start pouring into others. So if you have friends who, you know, are going through something, Really just take the extra moment to nurture them, make them feel loved, let them know that that you know you're here for them. This will also be the time to release and let go of anything you've been holding on to, anything that's no longer serving you. Once you release, now you have space to where you can receive the blessings that you've been wanting. Without releasing and letting go of some of the old baggage, you don't make space for the new things that are meant to be for you. So it's so important to let that go so you can get back what's meant for you. Great time for servicing others. This is also going to be the time reaping what you sow, reaping your harvest. Following that, we will have the third quarter moon. Third quarter moon is going to be your time of... You're like getting more into a rest period. So things are going to be a little bit lower energy. It's going to be your time to reflect inward. This is where you want to... Think back about the goals that you had set for yourself. Evaluate how everything went. I would say don't judge yourself. This is an easy time for a lot of people to get down on themselves because they're like, I didn't accomplish this. I was supposed to do this. And it's so easy for your mind to jump to that first. But to be honest, it really doesn't fucking matter what you didn't do. All that matters is what you did do. And if you did 1% better than you did the week before, then fucking great
1: yeah we love to dwell on all the things that we didn't do and what right. our mistakes are right for
0: what you're you're not getting anything from that all you're getting is is shame and guilt and honestly you're removing yourself from all of your growth the more you do that
1: self-deprecation <laughs> we should the american way <laughs> can we get sweatshirts that say self Deprecation, yeah. (laughs) And then on the back is the American Way. Wait, are each of these phases like a week or so? Are they like a couple days? They all kind
0: of vary, and that's why you want to download an app on your phone to look at them. Mm. Everything's within certain degrees, but I mean that's kind of just how life works. Nothing's gonna be two days this, two days this. Like that's just not how it works. Okay. You know, it's it it is a practice, and it is something that's intended to be paid attention to. Okay. Every day, it's almost like looking at the weather. What's the moon phase today? The more you are aware of these small things, the more it just becomes second nature and you don't need to reference anything. And you'll get to a point where you can just look at the moon and you'll see what phase it is. Mm -hmm. Third quarter moon. Great time for meditating. Great time for very relaxing style yogas. This is going to be your time for breaking things down, readjusting, transitioning. You also really want to Hold on to the feeling of forgiving yourself. Don't carry any baggage with you. Don't let yourself be your biggest bully. Forgive yourself so that way you can blossom and move forward. And then just remind yourself, every day you're getting wiser. Every day you're making more positive change in your life. Appreciate this this time right now to just sit, relax, be a little bit calmer, a little lower energy, but see what kind of answers come to you because that's kind of the point of of a quieter time. And then next we have the waning crescent moon. This is also another really good time to let go of anything that you're still holding on to from the past. Anything you have, just, just let it go. Understand that all of the mistakes that have happened or come about, they're all opportunities for growth. So you don't want to, you know, kind of cloud your mind by judging your mistakes. Instead, you want to appreciate all of those mistakes because that's what helped move you forward. That's what helps you becoming the person that you want to be. During the Waning Crescent is also a great time for your resting, your recharging. If you don't feel like doing yoga, don't do yoga. If you don't feel like stretching, don't.
1: It's okay to feel empty sometimes. Yeah. and oh, it's I, true. I want to get that tattooed.
0: Well, it's so true. Like, we... Our life and our work schedules are so set up to not accommodate to these things that we need. Mm -hmm. Even though we're not told that we need these things or we need this cycle, we're human fucking beings. Like, we're a part of this earth, and if the earth is doing these things, then why are we not figuring out how to fit along with it?
1: Yeah, okay. You know? I see.
0: That's another reason why I felt like it was so important to start this podcast, because I have so many friends who feel that way where it's like you get down on yourself because you didn't want to get out of bed and it's like who the fuck
1: cares <laughs> who the fuck cares see that's i think going back to expectations because like we said it's okay to have expectations for yourself but are those your own expectations to you have to get out of bed at a certain time or you're a or is failure that someone's
0: expectation they put on you that's know?
1: society's expectations of us like that's just what we've Put on everyone. Like, Mm -hmm. you're a loser if you sleep until two, or you're depressed, or, you know, and you can be those things, but you are allowed to feel empty. You're allowed to feel nothing. You're allowed to do nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, this is your life. Yeah. And when you're at the end of the road, no one's going to fucking be like, oh, but did you do what so
1: and so said? (laughs) No. But if you're out here, you know, making goals and feeling good and bettering yourself every month, like, Mm just
0: a little bit on those
1: rest days you're not gonna feel like a loser you're gonna be like i deserve this i fucking earned this where's my potato chips
0: (laughs) exactly yep exactly and that's the point it's getting yourself in sync so that way when you have these days to recharge you're not wasting it feeling guilty because that's not what your body wants that's not what your soul needs and that's not why you're here you're just completely blocking out all of your purposes when you're unable to get on a good system for yourself and just for yourself, do it yeah. just for yourself. You know? I'm
1: like convinced. I didn't know anything about this moon stuff. Yeah, <laughs> isn't so it crazy? We it's don't, really cool. We don't
0: get taught about any of this. It's out there every yeah. day, yep. affecting us all the time. And we know it affects us, but mm-hmm. we're just like me. Gotta go to work now. Yeah. <laughs> and then that brings us right back to new moon again. So, new moon, clean slate. Because you had your rest day, you're not carrying anything into your new moon cycle. Yeah. Like, you're treating every moon cycle as an ability
1: to cleanse, refresh, and move forward. Wow. I'm gonna get on this moon cycle thing. (laughs) This is cool.
0: During the Waning Crescent, it is a really good time for spiritual practices. So, if you do want to continue a yoga practice, maybe doing a little bit more of a spiritual side yoga. Any type of spiritual practice that just reconnects you, realigns you. It's going to be the best time for surrendering anything that no longer serves you. You want to rest, restore, reflect. Trust your intuitions. Trust the words that you're giving to yourself at this time and just be very kind and gentle. And then dark moon is basically bringing you right back and just remind yourself during these times all is well. Everything happened in the right way at the right time. Allow your slate to be cleaned for the new moon. That way you're not carrying any baggage with you. And just let the cycle repeat, you know? We go through this every month, so why not sync up with it? The possibilities in this life are truly unlimited. The only time we get limits on ourselves is when we put them on ourselves. So if you're speaking into existence that certain things are not going to be happening for you, this isn't working, this isn't going to work, understand that that's what you're putting out there. So maybe if you could just adjust one or two words, then you'll really see the difference in how things change for you. Imagine getting
1: yourself in that routine of just like... Feeling good about goals that you're making and having yeah. like a plan because yeah. you're like, okay, well, if I if I don't feel good about this month, I can always do next month or the next moon cycle. So yep, that's cool. Yep. Like well, and the nice
0: thing too is you have little things that you're working on, so it's like if you miss the ball on one thing, there's other things that you improved on. Yeah. You know, and if you didn't improve on anything, well, guess what? You improved on creating a schedule for yourself. Yep. And that's something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Being human's fucking weird. <laughs> Well, you said a human fucking being. (laughs) That should also be a sweatshirt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a human fucking being. (laughs) All right, that's it. Cool. All right, well, with that,
0: wrapping up our first episode of Just Press Foreplay, we are so excited for this journey with you. Eventually, we will get to the point where we will have a spot where you can put comments, but all of that is not worked out right now. So thanks. Bye. Bye.